Hello guys, my name is Tess Crawford and I am so excited to be here chatting with you guys today. So first I'm going to introduce myself a bit. Like I said, my name is Tess Crawford. I am a senior up at Utah State University. I am studying communicative disorders and deaf education and I am so excited to go on to be an audiologist one day. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I am gonna get started with chatting with you guys about the Come Follow Me lesson for this week. So this week, it talks a lot about baptism and repentance. And I just wanted to highlight on the topic of repentance because it is something that I have gained a lot of testimony for lately and I'm very excited to share about it. So I first want to start off with reading a couple quotes from um, a talk that was listed in the Come Follow Me calling um, called We Can Do Better and Be Better by Russell M. Nelson. So in this talk, he asks us the question, does everyone need to repent? The answer is yes. He goes on to say that repentance is to change. Specifically, when Jesus asks us to repent, he is inviting us to change our mind, our knowledge, our spirit, even the way we breathe. He is asking us to change the way we love, think, serve, spend our, uh, treat our husbands and wives, teach our children, and even care for our bodies. One of my favorite things that he says is that nothing is more liberating. Liber <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't talk today. He goes on to say that nothing is more liberating and more crucial to our individual progression than is a regular daily focus on repentance. I just love that so much. Um, so now I want to highlight a couple scriptures that stand out to me in Luke 3. So in verse 8 and 9, it reads, Bring forth, therefore, fruits worthy of repentance, and, be and begin not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees, every tree, therefore which bringeth not forth good fruit, is hewn down and cast into the fire. I really, really liked these two verses specific specifically. They stood out to me because of the imagery that is created. I love in verse 8 how it talks about that we must bring forth fruits worthy of repentance. We can't just wake up one day and decide, yeah, time to repent. It must be an actual decision. 
we must prepare and reflect and know why we are repenting, what we are repenting, and what we want to come out of repenting. And by doing that, God is able to raise us up and to change us. And in verse 9, it kind of talks about how we can change. I love how it uses the imagery of chopping down the roots of the tree. Or even some of the branches that bringeth not forth good fruit. And they're cast away. They're cast in the fire. And it starts anew. I personally am a big lover of plants. If you're ever in my apartment, I have tons of plants that are hanging in the windows and they just bring me a lot of joy and happiness. Well, some of my plants, when I first got them, they were having a really hard time growing and developing. Some of their vines or their leaves were very stringy and not very full. And it made me really sad. I wanted to grow this plant into a big, lush, beautiful plant. And when I was looking up ways to do that, you, what you can do is called propagation. You can take off a little bit of that plant that might be having issues or isn't very full, cut it down and regrow it and start it anew. This reminds me a lot of repentance. So sometimes in lives, our, who we are is kind of um, growing a little stringy. We're not growing into the most spiritual or the most um, um, <laughs> We might not be the most spiritual. We might not be following the commandments in the appropriate way. And that is hindering us from growing into the potential that God sees for us. And I love that, like um, Luke 3 verse 9, how we can chop some of that up and regrow it. Um... I think that's just a beautiful imagery. Um, I also wanted to explain to you guys that repentance is not an event. It's a process. So yes, chopping up a little bit of yourself, taking away some of those sins, stopping them right then and there, or deciding right then and there to change is an event. It's still a process. You have to regrow it. You need to redevelop who you are and allow yourself to become closer and closer to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ by acting upon that repentance process. One of the things that I have noticed in friends and family members and even myself is the feeling in mortality that we cannot change. A lot of people hear that around like, oh no, that's just who they are, they cannot change. Well, this is a false truth and it eats away at who we are and who we have the potential to come. I have seen too many 
people who have let that happen. Um, I would just like to share with you a quick story going off of that, that has developed my testimony of repentance. So, during one of my years here in college, I had one of my roommates go through something terribly, terribly hard. I remember coming back into my apartment to see her in tears, in pain and in anguish. I have never seen someone in such a broken state as I did in that day. I remember taking her up in a big hug in my arms and crying with her and sorrowing with her for what had happened. And while it was a very, very terrible moment, I realized something very, very special during while I was comforting her. So this realization came after everything was said and done and I decided to drive to the Logan Temple and it was very, very late at night but I sat in front of, the, front of the temple in tears, so overwhelmed in anger and gut-wrenching emotions for what had happened to my beloved friend, my roommate. And at that moment, I had a very small but powerful thought come into my head. And it said, if this is how strong your hurt and love is for your roommate, can you even imagine how much the Savior feels for you and the rest of your brothers and sisters here on this earth? I want to testify to all of you that Jesus Christ loves us tenfold, so much that we can barely understand it with our mortal minds. He has already paid the price for us. He has already chosen to share that pain with us, to comfort us. He has already made the choice to forgive us for our sins. I just want to say that again, because I think it's really important and powerful. He has already made the choice to forgive us for our sins. That is very powerful to me. In times when I feel overwhelmed by the choices that I wish I had made and the people that I feel like I have wronged in life, I take a moment to remember that through the atonement of Jesus Christ, he has already forgiven us. He has already given us permission to change if we decide to do so. We do so much more harm to ourselves by not acting upon this eternal tr truth. Those sins are all in the past. We choose now what to do with our future. We can choose now how we act to people. There is no point in sorrowing about the past, but we can use it to propel us forward into who we really want to be. 
Guys, Satan is trying so hard in life to cloud our minds with thoughts of who we were in the past, who you were in the past, and tell us that we cannot change. Nothing's gonna change and become of us by repenting, but that's not true. And I know that it's not easy, but I invite you guys to try and see your eternal potential and, the eter and take that eternal perspective of repentance in your life. That has given me the most comfort and guidance. Going back to what Russell and Nelson said, repentance is not an event. It's a process. It might take weeks, it might take years, but repent and change. I invite all of you guys to look at repentance daily, weekly in your life. Take out a piece of paper or just make a mental note and start listing the different ways that you would like to be better. How would, you, how would you like to change? And by doing so, don't limit yourself by letting those sink into you. Allow yourself to use this as an opportunity to grow and to change. It's not gonna happen all at once, but God does not expect us to do it so. Like, like I said, it's not an event. Find what branches, what roots, what parts of you that need, that you need, that you want to change and actively do that. And I promise you that as you bring repentance into your life, that you will see your individual eternal progression. You will become closer to God. You will feel his love and you will see his hand in your life. And I testify this to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you guys.